you so many blessings. As she sang, tears filled my eyes because you are looking at a living testimony to what evangelism can do. Many of us may not know the backstory. I'm not even sure I want to share the full story. But our sister who just sang was one of the souls we won when the Lord led us to Agbogloshi. And she was just a little child. And tonight she stands before you to sing. Let none hear you idly saying there is nothing I can do. I clearly remember one day in the church at Agbobloshi when I, I don't know whether I was prophesying or I was just saying it, but I said that there will be university graduates coming out of this church. And they were looking at me like, hey, <laughs> so far, and check what's around this. <laughs> you are just talking. <laughs> and today we have a university graduate and others in university who are coming from that church. Hallelujah. Let none hear you idly saying there's nothing I can do. Say, if you can't do anything, there are little children. Just place the gospel within their reach. Hallelujah. You know, this year when the word of God came for us, I just was laughing. I said, you see, we've been swerving it small, small in different ways. But this year, there is the slogan. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is nothing we can do about it. The Lord is being clear to us that we must not be ashamed of the gospel. We must send the gospel out there. Hallelujah. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for the opportunity to go into your word. We ask, O oh Lord, that you speak into our hearts, speak into our lives, O oh Lord. We know that, Lord, you are calling us onto higher heights, even when it comes to sharing the gospel. And we ask, Lord, for grace to be able to walk in this that you are prepared for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. I thank the senior pastor for the opportunity to be able to share with you tonight. I was wondering what to share. And I just thought we should focus a bit more on the slogan that the Lord has given us. Hallelujah. So we'll turn our Bibles to Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. New Living Translation. So he says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. Hallelujah. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first, and also the Gentile. Verse 17. 
this good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think it ties in beautifully with last year's slogan where it said, Walk before me and be blameless. And it's talking about the faith that gives a righteous person life. Hallelujah. So I, I was trying to reflect on this, um, this slogan for us. And I, I just thought it would be good to just run through from verse 1. Just to sort of get a, a sense of the context in which Paul was speaking. How many know it's Paul who wrote the letter to the Romans? Okay. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> okay. So this is Paul's letter to the Romans. And from verse 1, Romans 1.1. 1, 1. Let's go from verse 1. He says it clearly so that there is no ambiguity. So he says, this letter is from Paul, a slave of Christ Jesus, chosen by God to be an apostle, sent out to preach his good news. Hallelujah. So you can see that right from the beginning, Paul is very clear about who he is and the call of God on his life. Hallelujah. And I believe that this year, the Lord wants us to move to the point where we have that clarity in our hearts and in our minds. That we are chosen by God and we are what sent out to preach bad news, terrible news. The good news, hallelujah. It's exciting news, it is good news and we are called to send forth that good news out into the world. Hallelujah. Verse 2. We'll try and run through quickly so that I don't intend to do a, a verse by verse expose. But. So God promised this good news long ago through the prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Verse 3. This good news, the good news is about his son who, Jesus, in his earthly life, he was born into King David's family line. And he was shown to be the son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So you see that even from verse 1 to verse 4, he has sort of summarized what the good news is. Hallelujah. So how many are idly saying there's nothing I can say? <laughs> Paul has already given you the, the pattern. He said, through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority as apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them. So that they would what? Believe and obey Him. Hallelujah. Bringing glory to His name. If people will believe and obey Christ, it behoves on you and I to do what? Tell them about this good news. Hallelujah. If our nation will be turned the right side up, it behoves on you and I to what? Tell them the good news so that they will believe and obey. Paul was clearly clear in his mind that he was called to the Gentiles. He said, and you are included among those Gentiles 
who have been called to belong to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Who was he talking about? Who are those among the Gentiles? Was he talking about us? No. The letter was addressed to who? The Romans. Who are the Romans? The guys who lived in Rome. Okay. So anytime we are reading, we need to understand that first the letter is directly to somebody. So if Paul is writing to Timothy, he's not writing to Joseph J.B. Okay. So first you need to understand what was Paul saying to Timothy and what does it mean for Joseph J.B. in 21st century Ghana, Accra. Is, is, that, is that clear? So Paul said, well, I am writing to all of you in where? Rome. Who are loved by God and are called to be his own holy people. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Verse 8. So let me say first that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you. Because your faith in him is being talked about where? All over the world. Hallelujah. So he was writing to a church. These people were already saved. Not so. And he was telling them that all over the world, your faith is what being talked about. Now, at the time, the Romans had conquered the entire world. So almost every part of the world, including Israel and all those places, were colonies of Rome. They had a saying that said that all roads lead to where? Rome. They were the military force. But an interesting thing they had done was they had allowed Greek language and Greek culture to also be quite dominant in their, in their system. So that's how come the Bible we have was, the New Testament was written predominantly in Greek. Okay? But Rome was the place to be. It's like when someone says, I'm going to Yankee, America. Today, Rome was that place. Hallelujah. And this church had been started in Rome. It wasn't started by Paul. It was started by, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Priscilla and Aquila are reputed to be the founders of this church. And so, Paul says that I have heard about your faith and it's been talked about all through the world. And what is Paul saying? He said that God knows how often I pray for you. Day and night, I bring you and your needs in prayer to God, whom I serve with all my heart by spreading the good news about his son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, you know, when I got here, I just paused. Let's, let's stay there for some time. So Paul is talking about what, praying incessantly for these guys. But the way he ends it, he says that I am serving God with all my heart by attending church faithfully. Is that what he says? Is, that, is Paul saying that the way he serves God is by attending church faithfully? So you that you are sitting here, that you are saying that, oh, Charlie, the way I'm serving God these days, I don't miss church, crowd. And Paul, are we seeing? <laughs> or maybe 
Um, I'm an usher in church. I'm not saying ushering God is not serving God, though. But look at the underlying thing when it comes to I'm serving God with all my heart. He said, by doing what? By spreading the good news about his son. Hallelujah. So you can see that today's church looks very different. Our idea of serving God, we have shifted from this. May God help us this year to come back to serving him with all our hearts by spreading the good news about his son. Verse 10. He said that one of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. Hallelujah. Paul wanted to visit Rome. He said, for I long to visit you so I can bring some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. Very different from how sometimes we approach the things of, you know, a lot of people do a lot of evangelism with no follow-up, no opportunity to strengthen the church. But Paul is saying that I... I've heard of your faith, but I want to also come and add a spiritual blessing. I want to do an impartation for you. Hallelujah. He said, when we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, and I also want to be encouraged by yours. Hallelujah. Then verse 13, he says that I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to visit you. But I was prevented until now. And then this is the part I like. He says, well, I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit as just as I have seen among other Gentiles. Hallelujah. 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 He said, just as I have been, you know, Paul had moved around. He, he, he was called to the Gentiles. So he moved from Gentile city to Gentile city. In a few minutes, we'll just look at some of the missionary trips of Paul. He had moved from place to place. And he's telling the Romans that, I want to come there also so I can have spiritual fruit. Hallelujah. I want to come to Islam also so that I can have spiritual fruit there. I want to come. Oh, I've been to Burma camp. I've been to... I want to come to Chado so that I can also have a spiritual fruit there. Wow. What a guy. May God help us to have such a desire that Charlie, I'm going here, I'm, I'm, I'm doing... You know, for some people, after a few years, it's like Charlie, let the young people, let them do some. We, we have... We have... started here. I saw any TNS here, nice. So, oh, young people know Sunyebi. And this guy is saying, no, I want to have fruit there also. Hallelujah. May we catch that spirit. He said, for I have a great sense of obligation to people in both the civilized world and the rest of the world. The Educated and uneducated alike. Hallelujah. 
Let's pause here small. What is Paul talking about here? Like I said earlier, Rome was where? The big city, the capital of the world. So even though he had been to several other places, he said that the civilized guys, those who feel that they are the top, I have an obligation to also what? Send the gospel to them. Hello? You know, many times we skew our focus when it comes to evangelism and outreach. True or false? When we see very educated people who try to, you know, avoid less any, and then we look for the less, <laughs> true or false, the less resistant <laughs> type of people. But Paul is saying that even when they are educated, they must hear the gospel. I, I am obligated. Look at the strong words he's using. I have an obligation. Do you have an obligation? He said, I have an obligation to people both in the civilized world and in the rest of the world to educate to the educated and other educated alike. Hallelujah. So then verse... 15, he says, so I am eager to come to Rome, to you in Rome to, to preach the good news. Hallelujah. And then in verse 16, he says, well, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, the good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes the Jew first and also the Gentile. Hallelujah. So are you getting the context? Are you getting the flow? Because you see, when you go to a certain type of area, there's pressure. It's like, hey, should I say it? Should I not say it? Should I hide my faith? Oh no, this is, this is a bank. Or this is a higher office. Eh? Let's leave the Yamisem outside. When we, when we close, we'll pick it up. But Paul is saying what? I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. May God help us so that in this year we will not be pressurized by different places or different looks or different types of people. Hallelujah. May we be not unashamed, bold to declare the good news of Christ. Hallelujah. In, in Acts chapter 17, let's look quickly at Acts chapter 17. From maybe verse 16. So this is Paul's experience in Athens. Athens was also one of the big cities. But this was a Greek city. And the Greek were known for their philosophers and, you know, very high thinking people. This was his experience in in Athens. He said, while Paul was waiting for them in Athens, he was deeply troubled by all the idols he saw everywhere in the city. Let's go on. Next. He went to the synagogue to reason with the Jews and God-fearing Gentiles, and he spoke daily in the public square to all who happened to be there. Hallelujah. He also had a debate with who? Some of the Epicurean and Stoic 
philosophers. These are high-thinking people with various arguments. Listen to this. And when he told them about Jesus and his resurrection, what did they say? What did they say about the guy? <laughs> what is this babbler trying to say with these strange ideas he has picked up? Hey. Who Paul with him? He's telling them that Charlie died. He resurrected. They say, oh, They are just babbling. Hallelujah. And as we are going out this year, we will face people who ridicule us. It's like if you're a Christian, you are not, you are not rational. Ah, what is all this? Strange ideas. They say, what? Ideas being a wacky can boom now. Or kasa kasa. The other said, he seems to be preaching about some foreign gods. And then verse, verse 19, they took him to the city council, to the high council of the city. And they said, you tell us more about this teaching. Verse 20. He said, you are saying some rather strange things. And we want to know what it's all about. And so, then... Paul begins to tell them, but listen to the, what's in brackets. He explained that all the Athenians, as well as foreigners in Athens, seem to spend all their time discussing the latest ideas. So we are talking about Ivory Tower, uh, University of Ghana, professors type of people. Hallelujah. May God help us not to be ashamed of the gospel. That no matter where it is, we will still go. Hallelujah. So for Paul to, after experiencing this embarrassment in this place, you would think that he would give up. Oh, he said, I'm coming to Rome because I feel obligated. I feel that this is what God has called me to. We can't go through the the entire thing. Maybe we can skip to 24. Okay, uh, let's go, go, go further down. Okay, so this is still Paul's speech. He said that his purpose was for all nations to seek after God, perhaps feel their way towards him and find him, though he's not far from any of us. Verse 28. For in him we live and exist. We live and move and exist. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. He even begins to quote some of their own poets and, and, and scholars and all that. And since this is true, we should think of God, we shouldn't think of God as an idol designed by craftsmen from gold or silver or stone. God overlooked people's ignorance about these things in earlier times. But now he commands everyone everywhere to repent of their sins and turn to him. For he has set a day for judging the world with justice by the man he has appointed and he proved to everyone who this is by raising him from the dead. When they heard him talk about the resurrection, no, they started what? What did they do to him? Gave him a standing ovation. Said, Charlie, come back and preach to us again. <laughs> what did they do to him? They laughed in contempt. Why is this someone laughing in contempt? They said, Well, three quack 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 quack. Oh, she was oh, yeah, no mobo. Say, ah, Akwepa. They can't send me into a resurrection. 
where are you from? <laughs> and then so others said, oh, okay, you, we want to hear about this later. So after this experience with educated people, Paul says, still, I want to come to Rome. I'm coming there. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Do we have people who are not ashamed here tonight? That from tonight you will be bold to share the gospel regardless of the outcome, regardless of the pressure. Hallelujah. We'll turn quickly to Acts chapter 14. From verse 1. Okay. So, these are some of Paul's um, missionary journeys. Paul and Barnabas traveling. So, the same thing happened in Iconium. Paul and Barnabas went to the Jewish synagogue and preached with such power that a great number of both Jews and Greeks became believers. Hallelujah. May that be your story this year. Some of the Jews, however... Spend God's message. Spend God's message. It's like, and poison the mind of the Gentiles against Paul and Barnabas. But the apostles stayed there a long time, preaching boldly about the grace of the Lord. Hallelujah. They have been spent, the people are poisoning others about the message, but they stayed there longer may God help us to stay even in the midst of opposition even in the midst of of persecution even in the midst of people poisoning others about us may we stay and preach boldly about the grace of the Lord and the Lord proved their message was true by giving them what by giving them by giving them power to do miraculous signs and wonders. Hallelujah. The miracles you are looking for will not come except you say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel and I'm going to preach it. Hallelujah. We have become, we, we want to gather and just be receiving miracles. He said, go and these signs will follow you. They say, just gather and these signs will appear. Hallelujah. That the power, the Lord proved that their message was true by giving them power. I'm not ashamed of the God, for it is the power of God. Salvation. May you see some miraculous signs in your life, in your ministry this year. Hallelujah. But the people of the town were divided in their opinion about them. Some sided with the Jews, some with the apostles. And then a mob of Gentiles and Jews, along with their leaders, decided to attack and stone them. When the apostles learned of it, what did they do? They fled to the region of like, like, Lacaonia, to the towns of Lystra 
and Derby and the surrounding area. Hallelujah. So it's like they were about to be stoned. They have escaped. And so there they took a sabbatical leave to reassess what direction the Lord will lead them. That's what's in the Bible. They said that it's okay. This type of stoning and things is not our portion. So, you know, let's reorganize and see. Maybe the Lord is not even asking us. Maybe we are going ahead of the Lord. Or this day we have all sorts of funny reasons why we can't preach. Oh, and we spiritualize them. When they went there, what did they do? Let's read it together. Ready? Go. Oh. After being almost stoned, straight, without even thinking, they preached the good news. While they were at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from death. I'm sure you know this story. So he had never walked, never walked in his life. He was sitting and listening as Paul preached and looking straight at him, Paul realized that he had one faith to be healed. So Paul called to him in the loud voice and said, Stand up! And the man jumped to his feet and started walking. Hallelujah! Wow! And when the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in their local dialect, Hey! That these men are gods in human form. They were so excited. They said that they are gods in human form. They decided that Barnabas was the Greek god Zeus. Because on his, his linguist spokesman was Paul. So Paul was Hermes and he was the chief speaker. Verse 13. Now the temple of Zeus was located just outside the town. So the priest of the temple and the crowd brought what? Bulls and wreaths of flour to the town gates and they prepared to offer sacrifices to the apostles. Kai. When Paul, when Barnabas and Paul heard what was happening, they thought they are closing dismay and they ran out among the people shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We are merely human beings just like you. We have come to bring you the good news that you should turn from these worthless things and turn to the living God who made heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. In the past, he permitted all nations to go their own way, ways. But he never left them without evidence of himself and his goodness. For instance, he sends you rain and good crops and gives you food and joyful hearts. But even with these words, what happened? Paul and Barnabas could scarcely restrain the people from sacrificing to them. Then, some Jews from the other town that they escaped from, Antioch and Iconium, they did what? They came and won the crowds to their side. And guess what? This time they stoned 
Paul and dragged him out of town thinking he was dead. Hey. They stoned him. Stoned. I don't know how many of you remember the unfortunate incident of um, the military guy who was lynched. Mahama. You, we, you couldn't watch the video twice. This guy was... And this is stone or not block. It's cement. Can you imagine? I came to preach to you. I did a miracle. And guess what? Pa, 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 stones left, right? They drag him. They take out. He was dead. They just drag him on the floor like that. Huh? Yeah. I thought he was dead. But as the believers gathered around him, he got up and went back into the town. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> when I read it, I just get confused. I'm like, what? He went back into the town and then the next day he left with Barnabas for, for Derby. Verse 21. I thought he said that he decided that for some time he would take, you know, be dealing with his wounds and, you know, be, <laughs> take time off. Like some of us, it's like, prayer and fasting, we need time off. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, we're always looking for time off. Oh. This guy is just going and going. So this one is not, <laughs> After preaching, just say, it's almost taken for granted. That, what did you expect him to do? He also went to preach there. After preaching the good news in Derby and making many disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, Antioch of Pisidia. Pisidia. Wow. I think... It is time for us to pray about this word that the Lord has given to us. Because me, I know I'm very different from the Paul I'm reading about. And I believe that we all are. But the Lord was clear to us. He said, this year, in the words of Paul, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed. I am not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed of the gospel. Let's end on 22. He said, where they strengthened the believers and encouraged them to continue in the faith, reminding them that we must suffer many hardships. May God help us. We must suffer many hardships. Many hardships. Regardless of stoning. Regardless of teasing. Regardless of ridicule. Regardless of pressure of the people. Regardless of all. We must share that good news. So we stand to our feet and for the next few minutes just commit ourselves into God's hands in prayer. 
Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed of the gospel. Many times we are intimidated. Fear grips us. There's a battle going on in your mind. Should I? Should I not? Should I? Should I not? And the conversation somehow ends up in football or politics. And the gospel, the good news about Jesus Christ never comes out. Sometimes you even start by trying to see, oh, so what church do you go to? Before long, you are discussing pastors and not the good news. God help us. Just speak to the Lord that this year, this year, dear, I want to be a vessel you work through. I want to be more like you. Said I want to be a vessel you work through. I want to be more like you. Said I want to be a vessel you were through. I want to be more like you. Oh, I, I want to be more, want to be more like Jesus. I want to be more want to be more like you, Lord. want to be a vessel you Oh, I, I want to be more like want to be a vessel, Lord. I want to Just speak to the Lord tonight. He's here to empower you. He's here to embolden you. He's here to take away the shame, the the pressure you feel every time you want to share the gospel. The, 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 the pressure you, you want to hide. You want you want the brother you are going with on evangelism to rather be the one to speak and you just you know chip in one word on your own you feel you are inadequate on your own you feel no mm. Mm. just speak to him tonight he's here to empower you he's here to 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 strengthen you. He's here to embolden you. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I am not ashamed. No matter what people are saying about what I am preaching, once it's the gospel, once it's the good news about Christ, I am not ashamed about it. I will stand in that office for the good news of Christ. I will stand in that office for the truth about Christ. 
Just speak to the Lord tonight. In the name of Jesus. I want us to pray for our church. I believe that this message is not an accident to us. I believe that there are other nations that need the gospel. And just like Paul targeted Rome and said, I want to have fruit there also. I believe that God will lead us to various places that have not received the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I want us to pray for our church that Lord open us up to your leading and to your direction. May our hearts and minds not be too closed and to think that it's just for our Jerusalem here in Cantomens and Labadi and here, here. The Lord should lay upon our hearts various places that have not received the gospel that we can also pray that I want to have fruit there also in the name of Jesus. Let's lift up our voice in prayer. In Jesus name. We're praying for our church. Said other sheep have I who are not part of this fold. He doesn't want any of them to be lost. Want to pray, Lord, stir us up as a church. Raise up people who will go to places where the gospel has not reached. Or reach people groups across the nation. Or reach people groups in other nations. Lord, raise from among us young men and young women who are not ashamed of the gospel. Who are willing to raise money and go to places and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord, raise from among us, O Lord. Ah, those that will be sensitive to your will, sensitive to your voice, uh, sensitive to your leading in the name of Jesus. Uh, Lord, raise young women and, and, and young men uh, who are passionate about the good news, uh, who are passionate about the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, who want to live for the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, raise from among us uh, missionaries who will dedicate their lives uh, to sharing the gospel in places that the gospel has never reached. In the name of Jesus, uh, we lift up our church before you, O oh God, that Lord, you will stir us up, uh, just like you stirred up Paul, that he was unstoppable, that he was he was relentless to God. Lord, raise up a new generation of firebrands, uh, 
who will be unstoppable in the name of Jesus. Razikete Raha Rindie Lele Kasabahayabaha Raka Zedelelelelehe Redia Masolo Yoho Reke Sitidia Kahayabaha Raka Zendeleyehebe Raka Takadayabaha Reke Rendeleye Kazaharaha in the name of Jesus. Raka Bazenteleyebe Rende Raba Radayabaha in the name of Jesus. I want to continue praying for our church. To be able to send people out. We want to pray, Lord, bless your church that we can continue to fund the gospel. We can continue to push the gospel. We can continue to send missionaries who are going, mission organizations that are doing the work, parachurch organizations that are going. We've been supporting quite a number for a while, but there's so much more that we can do. And we are praying, Lord, send us the resources. Send us the resources. Send us the resources. Even in the midst of these economic difficulties, Lord, we pray that you will send forth resources that will be a sending hub to send missionaries into the hinterlands, into the unreached places. Let's just pray, Lord, open the windows of heaven and pour out the resources that are needed even for this work, for this end time harvest. In the name of Jesus. Rakasabaha Roko Sobohololobu Reke Dede Satalayaha Raazandeyebehe Rakasitiriakahayabaha Lord we pray that you supply every resource that is needed O God to send forth O Lord the gospel that we will not be ashamed to put our money behind the gospel that we will not be ashamed to to meet needs in these places where we send the gospel that we Will not be ashamed, O Lord, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, because it's the power of God of the salvation. Oh Lord, we pray for resources uh, that we can send even more. Resources that we can send even more. In the name of Jesus Christ, God. Rakasa babahayabaha, rakaze brenelelelebehe, rekese tereye bahayabaha, rakasa kasa 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 hara. Reke ye 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 in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Rakasiana. Like the voice of Jesus calling. Who will? Fields are wide and harvest waiting. Who will bear the sheaves away? Loud and strong, the master calls us. Rich rewards. He offers free 
Who will I so gladly say, Here I am, send me, send me. Oh, loud and long, the master calls us, rich reward, he offers free. Who will I so gladly say, Here I send me, send me. Second verse. If you can not speak like angels, if you can not preach like Paul, you can tell the love of Jesus. You can say He died for all. If you cannot rouse the wicked with the judgment spread alarms, you can the little children to the Savior's waiting. You can lead the little children. You can lead the little children to the Savior's waiting. We just want to pray about that last part leading the children into the Savior's waiting arms. I believe that they are the largest mission field and somehow have been neglected. I want to pray, Lord, help us to reach these little ones. Help us to reach these little ones with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us to, to, to give them the opportunity to be saved and to be discipled in Christ. I want us to pray, Lord, help us as a church, help us as the body of Christ in Ghana to focus a bit more on these little ones so that they can be evangelized and discipled. Let's lift up our voice in prayer. Oh, these little ones, these little ones need the gospel. These little ones Lord, stir us up, oh God. Stir us up. Stir us up, oh Lord. Stir up your church. Stir up your church. Stir up your church, oh God. Rahadadayabaha. Indeleye. Zandarayadukoloyobuhu. Oh, stir us up. Stir us up. Stir us up, Lord Jesus. Andeleye. Zikedeye. Brahayabaha. Razobo, Briata Lalayabaha, Rakazin Deleyebehebehe. Oh, that we will organize them, that we will share the gospel with them, that we will create opportunities for them to encounter Jesus. Your word is that we should suffer the little children to come unto you, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Oh, yes, Lord. May we make every effort, oh God. May we make every effort to give them room, to give them room, for there is room at the foot of the cross, O oh God. 
Help us to direct them. Help us to show them the way to the way. That they will know you, O oh Lord. Whom to know is life eternal. Oh Lord, help us. Stay us up as a church. This year that will bring many, many, many lost children to you, O oh God. Oh, Father, touch us. Stay us up in Jesus' name. I surrender. Let it be your final prayer as we close. I surrender all, all to thee, all to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender. As you are singing, you are telling him that every time he tugs at your heart, you will surrender. I surrender. I surrender as you sit at your desk as you sit in the Uber wherever you are I surrender oh, as you sit in the Trotsky by someone oh, to thee my blessed tonight we surrender to your word oh Lord your word is truth you know our insights you know every hidden part you know the thoughts of our heart right from our waking moments you know our fears you know our panic when it comes to sharing the gospel and you've spoken directly into our heart Thank you for the boldness that you've released into our spirits. Thank you, Lord, that you are raising us up to move through this land and to share the good news about Jesus Christ. Father, have your way in our lives. Use us as you please, O oh Lord, and let your power be demonstrated through us because, Lord, we will be obedient to your word. We give you all the glory and we give you all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen.